0: Oh, hey, uh, Casey? Yeah. Um, currently right now, uh, who's in control of the house?
1: I'm in control of the house. This is my house, bitch. Oh,
0: fuck. No, I meant, like, the United States House of Representatives.
1: Oh, oh, sorry. Um, uh, re- Republicans. Re- I mean, Kens. Republicans. Republicans? Yes.
0: Okay. Well, what about, what about the Senate?
1: Uh, Republicans.
0: Okay. Well, then, I'm kind of curious, um, how the fuck exactly does Donald Trump get off blaming Democrats for not being able to get a goddamn
1: budget published? Because he's remedial as fuck. Oh, okay. Also, it's a soundbite on Twitter, and that's just what they're gonna do.
0: uh, What do you mean it's just a soundbite on Twitter?
1: Like, it's something quick and easy he can say on Twitter. He just blames Democrats, and then his, all his little dumbass followers just, you know, scurry on right behind him and blame the Democrats. They just regurgitate the things that he says.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And they can't understand complex, you know, uh, ideas and conversations just like he can't. So a quick, easy hundred and forty character or less kind of deal they can repeat works. Oh, and
0: out. and the ones that still support him as president are, are just like, fuck the Democrats why didn't obama investigate the 9/11 shit
1: <laughs> yeah pretty much why are we talking about this this is the bible podcast
0: oh yeah that's right this is the bible podcast yeah i
1: don't do all the political stuff with you you do well i mean we just talk about it here and then you you know
0: yeah i know i just figured a little bit of a different thing you ready to jump into the bible though yeah something a bit more rational than donald trump
1: no That's a tough call.
0: If you take it as a literary thing, then yes. Well, hello, heathens. How's everybody doing today? Hi, y'all. Yeah, we are here to talk about some more Bible stuff because we all know that's not tired and played out.
1: Of course, but we do it different. (laughs) You know, we, <laughs> yeah, yeah, s-
0: we we definitely fucking do it different. <laughs> it could be labeled as remedial.
1: <laughs> no. The book is what's remedial. We're just trying to... Uh, well, okay, I
0: guess I was more or less talking about myself. In these instances, I'm more or less remedial. You're not.
1: Oh. You've got some good insight now and then. The rest of the time, mostly, it's, you know...
0: <laughs> it's it's not there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's it's okay.
0: Yeah. All right. So what are we talking about today?
1: Today we are talking about Jacob. All right. And we are talking about his wives. If you remember Jacob um is Rebecca's son. Right. And she Rebecca and Isaac, right? Mm-hmm. And and Jacob The last time, she sent Jacob to Haran to find uh, a bride from her brother Laban.
0: All right. Is this more Jerry Springer shit? Yep. All right.
1: We've got tons more cousin fucking. This is Genesis, so cousin fucking is like the thing.
0: Oh, awesome. I love cousin fucking. I was a little too enthusiastic about that.
1: You you were. It was weird. And especially because you're from Alabama, so people might read more into that.
0: All right, woman that lives in Alabama.
1: But I'm not from Alabama.
0: <laughs> that, that, that doesn't matter. You're yes, in it, Alabama. It does it matters. It makes a difference. When you come to the South, you fuck your cousin. That's just that's just how it rolls down here.
1: <laughs> All right. Anyway, we're going to start off today with Genesis chapter 29. Okay. All right. And um Jacob continues on his journey. So the last time he was on his journey, but he hadn't made it to Heron yet. So he continues on his journey to the land of the Eastern peoples. So
0: <laughs> the like, land of the Eastern peoples? So like Asians, I guess.
1: <laughs> That's,
0: I, I, I mean, I feel, I feel like I'm listening to my great-grandfather talking about the African-American peoples here in the South. Instead of what he really called them, which was uh, a word that Google, or not Google, but YouTube would definitely cancel my channel for.
1: Really? They'll cancel the, your channel for saying Well, I mean
0: mean, I, Well, I mean, that one word caused the whole adpocalypse thing and caused everybody to lose their revenue. I don't want to pile on to that. Okay. That's like a dog pile that you don't want to be on because everybody's shitting on the person at the bottom.
1: Does anybody want to be on a dog pile?
0: Not when they're shitting. Ever. <laughs> Alright. So um what's what what's 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 next in, in this hillbilly fucking Jerry Springer episode.
1: Okay, so he's on his way to the land of the Eastern peoples. He saw a well in a field. I don't know what wells are kind of a big deal like in Genesis wells are totally the thing maybe it's because they didn't really have access to clean water if it wasn't for wells so wells equal life kind of like in Survivor fire equals your life Right. so wells maybe that was the kind of thing but he sees a well in a field with three flocks of sheep lying near it because that's where the flocks were watered from right right um, so he sees some shepherds and asks them where they're from, and they say, we're from Haran? And he's like, well, fuck yeah, do you know Laban, Nahor's grandson? And they say, yes, we know him. And so he finally finds Laban and his family at this, well, he they're not at the well, but he finds people who know them at the well.
0: Okay, so they they're at the they're at the well, and he just finds people you think he just went around the well, like, hey, you know Laban, well, hey, you know, you know Laban
1: they were shepherds, the sheep the flocks were lying around the well because that's where they get water, and they were the flock shepherds
0: well well, yeah, but he had to go and ask,
1: yeah, so it. he asked them
0: <laughs> you know Laban, hey, you know Laban, what's up? um I'm looking for Laban, <laughs> oh, you know Laban, could you take me to his ass? He owes me five bucks.
1: Well, so they didn't need to take him because, listen to this, ups, up walks Rachel, who is Laban's daughter. And they, the shepherds, they tell him, oh, look, there's Rachel. That's his daughter. And so um, Jacob meets Rachel. And he, so the first thing he does is, because uh, Rachel's a shepherdess, which I think is kind of a weird thing for a, a woman. Sh- a shepherdess? shepherdess.
0: I don't know. It sounds like it's a rap lyric that was invented in order to make something rhyme.
1: (laughs) I don't know. She's a lady shepherd. And so he runs up to Rachel and kisses her and begins to weep aloud. He told Rachel he was a relative of her father and a son of Rebecca. So she ran and told her father. So then her father comes down to meet Jacob. They embrace. uh, Laban kisses Jacob. They embrace and then they um, go about their evening. Okay. Um. Uh. And Jacob ended up staying for a whole month. There, just kind of hanging out.
0: He's that. He's that guy, that that like comes. He's like, hey man, I'm just passing through. Can I crash on your couch? Two, for a day or two. Yeah. Two fucking years later, he's still there. You're paying all the bills, and he ain't doing shit. Well, just wait.
1: You ready for this? Oh, okay. So. Laban says, just because you're a relative of mine, should you work for me for nothing? So it, it, what what I skipped here when I didn't want to read the whole thing is that Jacob ends up working for Laban oh. and helping him out. So, um, but he he was working for nothing. So Laban says, "Should just because you're a relative, should you work for nothing? Tell me what your wages should be. Well, so um, we know Laban has a daughter, Rachel. She's the younger of his two daughters. He also has an older daughter, Leah. Um, in, this, in, in this passage, it says, Leah had weak eyes, but Rachel was lovely in form and beautiful. Jacob was in love with Rachel and said, I will work for you seven years in return for your daughter, Rachel.
0: Um, <laughs> okay, so first off, <laughs> treating women as property? Uh, yes. Anyone? Bi- I mean, just Bible things. Well, yeah, just uh, the hashtag just Bible things. Um, so, so they treat the women as property to be bargained for, work to be done. Apparently, seven years is the cost of Rachel. Rachel. I mean, arguably, he could have just you know plowed her and and then paid like the forty shekels to <laughs> keep her. I mean, I don't. Right. I mean he's I don't know why he's choosing to do it this way, but I mean uh, he I guess he wanted to work for he wanted to stay there for seven years or something. I mean, it's like how I met your mother if it was played out like in in biblical times. It's like, yeah, yeah I worked for seven years and then I just sort of took her home like <laughs> also, but I wanted to point out that this is one of the prime uh, examples that people use as uh slavery in the Bible, okay. Uh, Because they say that the slavery that is pictured or talked about in the Bible is actually indentured servitude. Like, that's one of the big apologetics centering around this.
1: Well, that's bullshit.
0: Well, I mean, it is, because in Leviticus here, in just a little bit, (laughs) they're going to lay down laws where you can beat the fuck out of them. And, it, you know, and it just lays down laws for slaves. But not only that, but, like, Jesus talks about um, slaves obeying their masters and stuff. I sincerely doubt he's talking about BDSM considering how he <laughs> feels about sex. I mean, he walked around with 12 guys and a prostitute and died a virgin. I mean, come on.
1: Did he die a virgin?
0: Well, I mean, in, in, as far as the myth goes, mm-hmm. in the Bible, he died a virgin. I mean, he never... We don't know what happened in his childhood, but you know what? That's just hashtag Raglan hero things.
1: <laughs> so Laban thinks about Jacob's offer, and he's like, "Well, so he says it's better I give you give her to you than some other man. Stay here with me." So Jacob served seven years to get Rachel, but they seemed like only a few days to him because of his love for her.
0: Oh, what bullshit.
1: He loved her. There's no way. He worked for seven years to get her.
0: There's no way he was plowing the field and then looked up and it was seven years later. He knew it was that. That's just some poetic shit to make it sound all nice and fluffy. Mm -hmm. But really what you're doing is you're working seven years so that you could take home uh, a woman, whether or not it was uh, against her will or, or if she wanted to do it. You were still trading work with a woman yeah <laughs> you were using her as property to be bargained with
1: well so so get this you ready for the next part
0: Mm-hmm.
1: so i guess maybe it runs in the family but laban decided to deceive jacob
0: oh okay so uh, jacob is a deceiver and he gets deceived yes. this is ironic okay. yes so
1: here's what happens after the seven years of work, Jacob says to Laban, give me my wife. My time is completed and I want to lie with her. So here's my first thing. Who the fuck says that to the, per- the man of the daughter they are trying to wed? hey, <laughs> give me your daughter because I'm ready to fuck her. Like, that just seems so Look, fucked up. La- cousin la- or not. <laughs> <like>. <laughs> la-
0: laban, it's been long enough, okay? I need to plow her now. I mean, I've got seed that's built up over seven years and I mean, it is just going to be like a fucking geyser.
1: Yeah, I've been plowing your field, now let me plow your daughter. I mean, that's exactly. basically what he's saying.
0: Yeah. I, I do love the the imagery here of, of all of this um, because... Of the fact uh, of how Jacob got his blessing. Yeah. Because if you remember, Isaac blessed Jacob, but he blessed Jacob uh, after Jacob pretended to be Esau. Yes. So, I mean, it's kind of, the Bible does this a lot, actually. It's a very common literary device being parallelism. Um, and, uh, you can see this in literary things, uh, across all genres. It's, it's where you take one instance and then you parallel it in a similar situation, mm-hmm. but it's often either backwards or just done in a slightly different way, but you still see the same, like, kind of, uh, uh um, uh, <laughs> you still see the same kind of structure to it, mm-hmm. even though the characters are switched.
1: Yeah, we're going to actually see more of that later on um, with uh, Barren Wives. (laughs) Laban brought together all of the people of the place and gave a feast. When evening came, he took his daughter Leah and gave her to Jacob. And Jacob lay with her, and Laban gave his servant girl Zilpah to his daughter as her maidservant.
0: Um... How do you accidentally sleep with the wrong girl? <laughs> like, well, how do you accept that? Like, is there no quality control on Jacob's part?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, so here's my here here's my note. I put a little arrow and I said, "Did he fucking go blind?" <laughs> <laughs> like, I realize that there's no electricity and there's probably not chandeliers hanging from the ceiling. But Jesus fuck Christ! Like, come on, he gives you the wrong daughter, which is interesting. Because in the Jacob deception, he was the wrong son. The blessing was given to the wrong son mm-hmm. and Jacob was given the wrong daughter. He worked seven years for Rachel and he got Leah. Didn't even fucking know it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's just I'm uh, I'm really finding the, the literary devices that are being used in the Bible to be very interesting. It's like finding it's like being a detective and finding these little bit of pieces you Mm -hmm. know and it's just so interesting because i mean there's there's such an amazing parallel to how jacob uh, did with isaac and getting the blessing to now with this i mean it's, it's it's so fucking interesting to me
1: well so and when jacob finds out uh in the morning he says to laban what is this you have done to me i served you for rachel didn't i why have you deceived me and I still, no, hold on. I still gotta laugh at that because it's,
0: it's like the person who got like the burger, but they ordered a salad. And it's like, and they come to him with an empty plate, and it's like, why the fuck did you give me this burger? I ordered a goddamn <laughs> salad. I want my fucking salad right now. It's like, motherfucker, you didn't notice when you were
1: eating a goddamn hamburger. Well, I mean, to be fair, like. They're two women. If they were sisters, maybe they have similar body types. If it was dark, I'm just saying, like, it's not the same thing as a cheeseburger and a salad. There are clear differences between a cheeseburger and a salad. I mean, he would obviously know if there were serious differences between Leah and and Rachel. Okay, look,
0: even if if they were, like, identical fucking twins, which I doubt they were.
1: Right. um, Well, we know that that, uh, Leah had... Um, what'd they say? Crazy eyes? Lazy
0: eyes? Yeah, something. <laughs> she, had a, she had a lazy eyes. She had Forrest Whitaker.
1: <laughs> weak eyes. Weak yeah. Weak eyes.
0: Yeah, I guess that means she slept a lot. <laughs>
1: no. So apparently weak eyes Weak eyes means delicate. Weak eyes means delicate. Oh. She had delicate eyes. She had soft eyes.
0: Um, well, okay, look. Even if even, he, wanted,
1: he wanted him a dominatrix. Bit. <laughs> even
0: if even if they were exact twins that right. looked exactly the same, he spent seven years with them. Yes, I, I'm sorry, but you would be able to tell the difference. Like I get somebody that hasn't been with like a family or something like that, and not being able to tell like identical twins apart. Like that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. But if you spend seven years and you're eyeing the one that you're gonna fuck later. You're going to know when she don't fuck right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how is she going to know how she fucks if he hadn't fucked her yet?
0: Well, uh, uh, okay, good good, good point. What, what I mean by that is is that he would know if that was the one that he's been vying for, even if they were identical.
1: I agree. Maybe he was just so excited that his brain shut off and all his blood flowed to his dick. That's probably what happened. I mean, men are pretty fucking stupid when they get a hard-on. I, just, just, it's true
0: i can't disagree with that
1: okay so laban replied it is not our custom here to give the younger daughter in marriage before the older one finish this daughter's bridal week then we will give you the younger one also in return for another seven years of work
0: holy fuck
1: yes like (laughs) this couldn't have been hashed out in the brokerage of these two women well, he didn't want both <laughs> women. He only wanted the one woman, but he'd already well, fucked Leah, so he was stuck with her. Well, no. What I mean
0: is, is like when he was like, "Yo, look, if you give me, if you give me Rachel over there, I'll work seven years," and then and then the guy was like, "All right, fam, let's do it." Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, couldn't he have been like, "All right, fam, let's do it," but you got to marry the younger one first, because that's how shit works. The older one. Oh, the older one.
1: Yeah, he has to marry. You marry off your eldest daughter first. That's the idea, is that the eldest daughter gets married off first, then the next, then the next, then the next. But I guess they probably assumed that within the seven years, Leah would be married off to someone else. That was probably the assumption. Well,
0: yeah, I I guess just from my own uh, work in requirements and, and like negotiating stuff. I would I would say that that needed to be brought up before he did any kind of blood dick oath or something.
1: <laughs> I don't I don't think he did a blood dick oath.
0: He did a blood dick oath with God. Why not for this? It's a blood dick oath. Okay. It is. <laughs> you cut off the <laughs> foreskin of your pecker, and it is a blood oath <laughs> with God. <laughs> but see, he
1: didn't have a choice in the blood dick oath
0: okay good point
1: (laughs) i mean it wasn't like abraham where he was like all right let's do this and he cut his own dick off and (laughs) then he cut everyone in the whole entire village's dick off
0: (laughs) yeah one by one with a dull spoon (laughs) (laughs) anyways okay so let's let's continue
1: okay so jacob did so he finished out the Bridal Week with Leah, so he fucked her for another week. I guess that's a Bridal Week. I, I've never really heard of a Bridal Week. I'm assuming that's, like, honeymoon now. Um, and uh, then Laban gave him his daughter, Rachel, right away, uh, to be his wife. Uh, Laban gave his servant girl, Billa to his daughter Rachel as her servant, and Jacob lay with Rachel also. He loved Rachel more than Leah and he worked for Laban for another seven years.
0: Wait, so he worked 21 years? He worked no, another no, seven
1: no, years? No, 14. He no. worked seven years, got Leah. Right. Then got Rachel and worked another seven years. Like, he gave he gave both daughters to him in, within a week. Oh, okay. He, basically, he's like, Okay, well, because I deceived you, I'll go ahead and give you Rachel, but you're going to stay and work another seven years.
0: Okay. See, I was thinking that he had to work seven years, and then he got Rachel. And No, no. Uh, so anyways.
1: 14 years. So here's the deal. He worked to have this woman for 14 years. Ain't nobody ever been that interested in me. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean.
0: You see, he has a shady look, he's like, Rachel looks like she fucks real good. (laughs) She worked 14 years.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I just, I just feel like that's some crazy. And you know that if, I mean, based on this story and how he feels about Rachel, even if Laban had not given Rachel to him until the end of his next seven year stint, Mm -hmm. he would have worked another seven years and not fucked her for 14 years. Yeah,
0: he would have. But, (laughs) but,
1: but. Yeah, but
0: can you imagine like what the what the fucking like home life would be like? It's like fuck. I slept with Leah last night. I meant to sleep with Rachel. God damn it, Leah. Well, so <laughs> <laughs> like like I I would imagine that he would be confused as to which wife to fuck on what night. It's like it's Rachel's night. Which one's Rachel? I need you to tell me. Oh yes, I know because I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, so it's interesting because this actually does create a serious problem, having him married to both sisters. Okay, okay? So it's important to remember, and we're gonna we're gonna get into some stuff, but it's important to remember that he loved Rachel and did not love Leah. okay? And that comes into play. So the Lord saw, now now here's God, here's God. The Lord saw that Leah was not loved. He opened her womb, and made Rachel barren.
0: Oh, that's a dick move by God. Right,
1: right. Yeah. It's like the fuck did Rachel do wrong? Like it's not Rachel's what? fault that Jacob loves Rachel.
0: Also, also, what was it? Was it backwards before? Like Leah was barren, and and she was, and then but Rachel had an open womb. Like why no. did God have to open her womb? Are all women's wombs closed and God has to open them? Yes. Up individually. <laughs> yeah, apparently,
1: that I mean, that's how it's been the whole. That's how it's been the whole Bible is open and closing of the wombs. I mean, all the way back to Abraham and Sarah when we talk about um, the at the Pharaoh when when the Pharaoh has Sarah and how um, God closed all the women in the houses' wombs. Mm-hmm. Remember that?
0: Yeah, I I love how it's always men that open and close the wombs. Or it, well, it's it's, God. it's Well, it's God, but it's, it's, uh, it's like, you know, for men or whatnot. Like, it's never like, oh, here you go. I'm opening you, the womb for you. Like, I don't consider this particular instance to be him opening the womb for her.
1: He is doing it for her. He's doing it for her because she wasn't loved. because Because Jacob didn't love her and God saw that she was sad. And so he opened her womb and gave her sons and made Rachel barren so that Rachel couldn't have Jacob's sons. Why is God a dick like that? Um, f- first of all, God doesn't exist, but in the story... <laughs> uh, okay, when
0: I, when I say, wh- look, when I say, wh- why is God a dick... I mean, in the story, like I don't mean in reality because he does—he's not—he's not not here.
1: In the story, (laughs) I don't—I don't really understand. Um, Like I said, it's not really Rachel's fault um, that Jacob loves her and doesn't love Leah. It's not—in fact, it's not Jacob's fault that. He was deceived, and now he's stuck with Leah as a wife. He didn't want Leah; he wanted Rachel from the beginning. So none of this is Jacob's fault. None of this is Leah's fault. None of the well, I think. Uh, I think it does have some to do with Leah because Leah should never have slept with him because she knew that the deal that her that Jacob and her father made was for Rachel.
0: Right. Well, I mean, um. I wonder. I wonder if this is "quote unquote" God's punishment for Jacob, um, Jacob for for being a deceitful little shit.
1: I don't know. So so Leah became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She named him a Reuben, which means "see a son." Um, for she said, "It is because the Lord has seen my misery; surely my husband will love me." Now she thought because she bared him a son that he would love her. He didn't. Um, but... <laughs> Just, like, side
0: note, he didn't give a fuck.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't, but, anyway, they still fucked each other. Like, he still fucked her, and she conceived again.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, she she had to churn out her her, her little baby shoot, yeah. you know, 12 so, motherfuckers.
1: Well, she didn't have 12 sons.
0: Oh. She had
1: yeah. Oh, sons, oh, yeah, she didn't that's have 12. right. So... She had another one, um, because the Lord heard that I am not loved, and he, he gave me this one too, so she named him Simeon, which means one who hears. Um, again, she conceived when she gave birth to a son, she said, now at last my husband will become attached to me, because I have borne him three sons, so she named him Levi, which sounds like the Hebrew word for attached, but it doesn't actually mean attached. Okay. Uh, in, in the current world, it means jeans. Um.
0: <laughs> like blue jeans or? Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: Levi. Oh,
0: God damn. I'm so remedial. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: Uh, then she conceived again. And when she gave birth to a son, she said, this time I will praise the Lord. So she named him Judah. And she stopped having children. And Judah means praise.
0: Ah, yes. And then uh, I know later on, Judah becomes pretty important.
1: Yeah. Okay, so then her maidservant... Uh, well, so, Re- not Rebecca. I'm sorry. Rachel. Rachel's maidservant, Billa, comes into play now. And we're starting now, Genesis chapter 30. This is the beginning of that. Okay? So, Rachel saw that she was not bearing Jacob any children, and she became very jealous of her sister... So, so she said to Jacob, Give me children or I'll die. Jacob became angry with her and said, Am I in the place of God who has kept you from having children? Then she said, Here is Billa, my maidservant. Sleep with her so that she can bear children for me and that through her I too can build a family. Which is exactly what happened with Sarah.
0: Mm, imagery all around, huh? Mm-hmm.
1: Sarah and Hagar. This is exactly what happened. Yep. Um
0: seems like they took that story and just copied it yeah because it's easy
1: so she gave him her servant billa as a wife jacob slept with her and she became pregnant and bore him a son then rachel said god has vindicated me <laughs> he has listened to my plea and given me a son because of this she named him dan which apparently means he is vindicated dan dan
0: dan, dan means okay vindicated got it
1: he is vindicated Rachel's servant Billa conceived again and bore Jacob a second son. Then Rachel said, "I have had a great struggle with my sister and I have won." So she named him Naphtali, which means "my struggle." And it's interesting because I'm not sure exactly how she thinks she's won. She still hasn't bore Jacob any sons and um she built her family on her maidservant's kids. She has 2 and Leah has 4. So I'm not really sure what makes her think she won. Is this like a Donald Trump win?
0: I don't know. I, I wonder. I wonder if uh, God is going to open up Rachel's womb here in a minute.
1: Well, so we just got to get through some more of the story.
0: <laughs> you're, you're getting ahead of us, John. I'm getting
1: ahead of here. So when Leah saw that she had stopped having children and that Rachel's maidservant was having children, she took her maidservant, Silpa, and gave her to Jacob as a wife. Leah's servant, Silpa, bore Jacob a son. Then Leah said, what good fortune? So she named him Gad, which means good fortune, apparently. Leah's servant Zilpah bore bore Jacob a second son. Then Leah said, how happy I am. The women will call me happy. So she named him Asher, which means happy. During the wheat harvest, Reuben went out to the fields and found some mandrake plants, which he brought to his mother Leah. Rachel said to Leah, please give me some of your son's mandrakes. Leah says, this this is when we get into the cat fight. You ready? Mm-hmm. Leah says, wasn't it enough that you took away my husband? Will you take my son's mandrakes too?
0: <laughs> goddamn. God that, that's like, uh, you, you've been holding on to this for a while, have you? <laughs> right. Now you're flipping the fuck out over goddamn mandrakes? All right, let's do this.
1: <laughs> so Rachel says, very well, he can sleep with you tonight in return for your son's mandrakes. So, like, now who's pimping who? (laughs) Just asking for a friend. (laughs) So, when Jacob came in from the fields that evening, Leah went out to meet him. You must sleep with me, she said. I have hired you with my son's mandrake. So, now Jacob's a prostitute. (laughs) So, he slept with her that night.
0: (laughs) Oh, poor him having (laughs) to sleep with Leah.
1: (laughs) And here's the deal. Like, Leah goes... (laughs) Leah goes out to meet Jacob and she's like, You have to sleep with me. I bought you. You know what this makes me think of? Bitch, he's just not that into you. <laughs> like <laughs> this woman is so pathetic.
0: Um, yeah. I, I don't I really don't think this the this really bodes well for like any kind of argument against it being a misogynistic book because I mean, you've got her, and, and you're painting her as being so pathetic that she has to buy time with her husband. Yes. So, Because I,
1: her husband loves her sister. Yeah, I, w- I would... also <laughs> married to her, and he's had four kids be maidservants, and, like, this is really, like, this is some real Mormon shit going on right here.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I just, I would expect, like, apologists to use this, um, to, to say that the Bible was very progressive with women, because it's like, look, okay, um... Leah, you know, uh, or maybe uh, Rachel was pimping out Jacob to his own wife, so you know she's got some power. And then you know, of course, Leah just come up and take that dick, like, <laughs> like okay, you are painting a pitiful woman that has to buy time, you know, for uh, uh, for uh, uh, of her husband's dick in order to uh, in order to argue against the misogyny in the Bible. Like, I don't know, I just would expect apologists to do that.
1: Well, so, God listened to Leah, and she became pregnant with a fifth son.
0: Good goddamn. Like, like you think Rachel's out there like, holy fuck, God,
1: are you just not paying attention to me? <laughs> <laughs> then Leah said, God has rewarded me for giving my maidservant to my husband, so she named him Ishar, which means reward. Leah conceived... What?
0: Oh, I was just going to say, God rewarded... Leah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: for giving the servant to Jacob. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, this is like, oh, fuck. Well, you know, now now Christians can't say that uh, God God looked down on on the uh, multiple wives. and Polygamy, uh, right. Uh, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you just can't say that because God blessed that bitch.
1: Mm-hmm. Leah conceived again and bore Jacob a sixth. Then Leah said, God has presented me with a precious gift. This time my husband will treat me with honor because I have borne him six sons. So she named him Zebulun, which means honor. Sometime later, she gave birth to a daughter named Dinah.
0: (laughs) Dinah. (laughs) Who's cooking in the kitchen with Dinah? Uh,
1: Jacob. Not Jacob. Not Jacob, because Jacob don't like Leah.
0: Oh, fuck. That's right.
1: So, then we finish, well, we're not finishing out Genesis chapter 30, but this particular section um, starts out like this. Then God remembered Rachel. <laughs> Just all of a sudden, oh fuck, I forgot Rachel. God damn it, let's open up her womb, shall we? <laughs> I forgot about Rachel. He listened to her and opened her womb. She became pregnant and gave birth to a son and said, God has taken away my disgrace. She named him Joseph and said, "May the Lord be may the Lord add to me another son."
0: God damn it. This again, this perfectly follows what happened between Abraham and Sarah. Again, mm-hmm. except mm-hmm. in this case, Sarah or or Leah, Rachel, whatever what the fuck ever, they didn't get all pissy because Jacob was fucking the servant girls. Like no. they were happy.
1: They were happy because they well Rachel was happy because she was like, okay, I'm starting a family of my own with Jacob and, or yeah, with Jacob. And now we have kids because she didn't have kids and Leah had kids. So she was jealous of it. Well, so then the maidservant was having kids. Well, so then Leah stopped having kids and she's like, well, goddamn it. I can't let them catch up. So I got to give him my maidservant. So it's just, it's absurd. This whole thing is completely ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. Look, if I'm not having kids, and I'm trying to have kids, and I can't, I am not about to tell my guy, Hey, <laughs> why don't you sleep with the cleaning lady? And uh, then I'll just take her kid and we'll have a family.
0: That's that's called kidnapping, honey. <laughs> <It's> like,
1: <laughs> it doesn't really work like that. <laughs> um, okay, so... That's all for that particular section about that thing. Um, But we have another deceit by Laban and then a deceit from Jacob to Laban. So we've got some more deceit going on here. You ready? Oh,
0: awesome. Yes.
1: After Rachel gave birth to Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, Send me on my way so I can go back to my own homeland. Give me my wives and my children for whom I have served you and I will be on my way. I know how much work, you know how much work I have done for you. But Laban said to him, if I have found favor in your eyes, please stay. I have learned by divination that the Lord has blessed me because of you. He added, name your wages and I will pay them.
0: Another daughter.
1: (laughs) No. So Jacob said to him, you know how I have worked for you and how your livestock has fared under my care. The little you had before I came has increased greatly, and the Lord has blessed you wherever I have been. But now, when may I do something for my own household? So Laban says, okay, what shall I give you? And Jacob says, don't give me anything. But if you will do me this one thing, I will go on tending your flocks and watching over them. Let me go through all your flocks today and remove from them every speckled or spotted sheep. Every dark-colored lamb and every spotted spotted or speckled goat, they will be my wages, and my honesty will testify for me in the future. Whenever you check on the wages you have paid me, any goat in my possession that is not speckled or spotted or any lamb that, ha- that is not dark-colored will be considered stolen. Agreed, said Laban. Let it be as you have said it. Okay. That same day, Laban... "...removed all the male goats that were streaked or spotted, and all the speckled or spotted female goats that had any white on them, and all the dark-colored lambs, and he placed them all in the care of his sons. Then he put a three-day journey between himself and Jacob, while Jacob continued to, to tend to the rest of Laban's flocks." Jacob didn't get to go through any of the sheep or goats, any of the livestock, to pick out any of the speckled or dark-colored ones, or spotted or striped or whatever, because Laban gave them away to his his sons. So,
0: ooh, he, dick move.
1: Yeah, so now he doesn't have any to give him. So here's what Jacob does. You ready for this? Okay. Jacob took fresh-cut branches from poplar, almond, and plane trees and made white stripes on them by peeling the bark and exposing the white inner wood of the branches. You know what's about to happen?
0: I have an inkling.
1: Then he placed the peeled branches in all the watering troughs so that they would be directly in front of the flocks when they came to drink. When the flocks were in heat and came to drink, they made it in front of the branches, and they bore young that were streaked or speckled or spotted. Ooh! Goddamn! All right, so
0: this is... I've always always classified this as, as a hint of evolution and how the Bible thinks that evolution actually works, or a change in species. Yeah. Because of the fact that, you know, he has them mate and have children that are striped and speckled and spotted. Now, I guess you could argue that it's not about evolution because I guess, like, it would make sense if some of them came out to be speckled or spotted. um, Because of, um, you know, genes, like recessive genes, like maybe, maybe some of them had recessive genes that made them speckled, spotted, whatever right it would make sense if some of them were like that yes. but the fact that every one of them that made it in front of it turned out to be speckled or spotted that that's a key indication that that it was not genes or anything like that like genes are not going to give you 100% accuracy on getting recessive fucking genes um so uh, i it, still this is this is kind of an indication as to how the bible thinks that, um, ...that evolution works. You know, you, you stripe and speckle a tree, boom, you get striped and speckled young.
1: Yeah, when you fuck in front of it. hmm Yeah. So, listen to what else Jacob did. Not only that, he set apart the young of the flock by themselves, but made the rest face the streak and dark-colored animals that belonged to Laban. Thus, he made separate flocks for himself and did not put them with Laban's animals... Whenever the stronger females were in heat, Jacob would place the branches in the troughs in front of the animals so they would mate near the branches. But if the animals were weak, he would not place them there. So the weak animals went to Laban and the strong ones to Jacob. In this way, the man grew exceedingly prosperous and came to own large flocks and maidservants and servants and camels and donkeys. So, so basically Jacob he then? bred. Yes. So basically Jacob purposefully bred Strong animals for his flock and weak animals for Laban's to punish Laban for the deceit Hmm. smart cookie that Jacob
0: yeah well I mean he is his name means deceitful
1: yes and that's all that's all for today next time we're going to start on Genesis chapter 31 um, where Jacob leaves Laban Um, big long story about that um and there's going to be another covenant uh Jacob returns to Canaan um they go and they see Esau again all right so Esau's going to be back um and that's pretty much and, and then and then the Jacob and Esau um get to a peaceful resolution and uh Jacob settles and that's pretty much
0: sounds awesome yeah <laughs> Well, uh, we appreciate everybody joining us today for this podcast. Um, I don't know. What should should we ask our audience about? Have you
1: ever had a striped or spotted or speckled child from fucking on a comforter that has a pattern on it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think that's an easy one to answer. I don't think it's like, yeah, my kid,
1: he came out all, all flanneled. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> I fucked on my shirt. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to take it off. I was too excited. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't this is your this is your part.
0: I wanna know how the conversation went between Leah and Jacob when she was like, I bought your ass, come in here and fuck me. <laughs> right. Like, what do you think that conversation was like? Oh, okay. It's like I don't know. I'm really tired, and I don't want your pussy. Like, I don't know. Like, what do you think that that? J- do you think Jacob would have just went along with it, or do you think that like he might have put up a little bit of a fight? Like, you can't you can't just buy me like I'm some kind of property, you piece of property.
1: I no. I mean, like, I I don't know. He still slept with her, so I don't know if they had like alternating days. But I do know. Well, what we do know is that Jacob loved Rachel. So it's my assumption that most of the time he spent, he spent with her. Um, and he probably only slept with Leah when she got particularly bitchy just to shut her ass up.
0: <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, well, uh, like I said, again, appreciate you guys joining us today. Please leave your comment down below. We would love to hear them. And as always...
1: Don't forget to stand up and use your voice.
0: I'll see you guys later.
1: Bye, y'all.